0: ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Mills Rogers is about to come on and absolutely blow your mind in terms of success and and the process that it is, the journey and how you become your greatest possible self. And you too are definitely capable of doing that. So stick around. It's going to be a powerful interview. We're going to dive into some really great inspirational uh, stories, principles, and wisdom to help you become your GPS. Before that, though, I'm talking to you because you are already becoming your greatest possible self. And I acknowledge you for that. And however I can support you in doing that, let's talk. Let's keep growing together. Whether it's coming on the 12 hour marathon and sharing your message as a guest, whether it's launching your own podcast and getting your own message out to the world with your platform or even if it's our bali flow and fire retreat that we got coming up here in november however we can support you let me know just send me a message chris at beyourgps.com that's the email facebook.com forward slash th3 burns or instagram at i am millionaire chris i'm looking forward to hearing from you next up is the itunes review of the week let's see who it's by this week it is ari Krizek and ari says chris's energy to help others become their greatest possible self is really empowering you can feel how he's being honest laid back and genuinely want to help listeners to get the best out of each episode yes i do thank you so much ari for giving us that feedback and that review and if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream marathon Go to beergpscom forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the iTunes store and you'll be able to find us. And I just really appreciate you uh, for for being on the journey with us, for tuning into the show. Definitely subscribe while you're there so you can get all the latest updates and uh, any feedback you have on the show, how to make it even better and serve even more. I love hearing that stuff. So please share that and whether it's on iTunes or with me personally, I love to hear it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to introduce Mills in just a minute here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because there is going to be some fire, some epic wisdom in this. And you definitely want to stay tuned all the way through till the end to get all of it, to get all the greatness so you can take that massive next step on your process of success and becoming your greatest possible self. Let's introduce Mills and we'll bring him on. Mills, Mr. Raj Rogers, is an up-and-coming author and speaker on student success and mindset. He brings his perspectives of being a military veteran, former public school educator, and a parent to, to a child, and parent to a child with special needs, and shares those diverse experiences with his audiences. Mills has authored a book titled Success is a Process not an event, which was written with the intent of providing insight into the often rocky road of finding our purpose, reaching our goals, and living our dreams. While able to connect to all audiences, his platform focuses on those whose society unfortunately places labels on and seeks to give them tangible tools and inspiration to reach their goals. Potential, and we're blessed because we're going to be diving into some of those tools, the wisdom, and the experience that Mills has accumulated over his journey. Mills, are you ready to rock the house, my man? Yes, sir. Let's yes, do it. sir. I love it. I love it, man. I All appreciate right. you being here and bringing your love, bringing your value to our audience. It's going to be a lot of fun. I love. I love your shirt, man. Rogers, I love that. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey,
1: you know, I took took it from the uh L.A. Dodgers, That's so right. hey, change of.
0: I see the style. My own brand. I love Uh it. I love it, man. So, Mills, we're going to dive into the theme of today, which is dream destinations. So, what does that mean to you, man? What does dream destinations mean to you, Mills?
1: Well, you know, I think everyone has um, their, I guess, their own utopia or ideals and uh, things that they want to accomplish. So, when you say dream destinations, that's the first thing that comes to mind Mm -hmm. is that, you know, there are certain things that we all, in our wildest dreams would love to do. Mm -hmm. And so we just have to figure out a way to get to that destination. And I think that aligns so much with, Hey, success is a process. (laughs) You know, it's a process. So we have to figure out the process of how to get to where we want to be our dream destination.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And something I really love about the success is a process mindset is like every moment here and now, is the dream destination, right? Waiting until someday, maybe when we have whatever we've been wanting, the achievement, the external thing to measure up to what is expected of us or what society says we should want, that's not true success, man. It's in this moment. And I know we're gonna be diving into that. So I just, I love what you're teaching, man, and especially to the youth uh, and, and people who are underprivileged or have those labels, man. I, I really appreciate that you're standing up for those people, man. Oh, You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. So let's dive in, man. I, I mentioned it in your intro, but in your own words, Mills, tell us a little bit more about who you are, what you stand for, and how you serve your clients.
1: Well, you know, I just want to see people grow. You know, I want to see kids grow, adults grow. And so that's my main thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, we we no matter what your background is, we all want the same things. People want to uh, live comfortably. They want to do well for their families, and they want to enjoy themselves. And so, you know, that's my platform right there. Um, mm. Also, you know, I've been a parent. I'm a parent to a child with special needs, and so I also speak on that. And mm. so, that's my platform right there. And that's what I feel is important. And I think it—that's got- my contribution to the world. Mm. Mm.
0: I love mm-hmm. it. I love it, man. So we're going to dive into what that contribution has been like for you, developing that, developing the muscle, developing the desire to contribute. And before that, like let's go, let's go to the journey, man. What was it like for you, understanding that success is a journey, success is a process? Tell us where that all began for you, Mills.
1: Oh man, I mean, I, I can sit here forever, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to try to summarize it. So. Yeah. You know, I've been an educator. Uh, I was an educator for 14 years, and wow, thank you, thank um, you for
0: for really serving the next generation in that capacity, man.
1: Yeah, and and and, you know that followed having served our country as a a, a mental health specialist in the military. You know, I was a mental health specialist or mental health NCO for five years in the military, and then. Upon leaving the military, I decided to get into education. Now, like I always tell kids, I always tell them, I say I never ever thought I would be a teacher. I said my mom was a teacher, mm. and she tried to push me in that direction um, <laughs> when I was young, and I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. And uh, I went to college, and um, I was not. I did not major in education.
2: Mm. Didn't, well, didn't what was the resistance?
0: What? Well, what? Why didn't you want to be an educator? Growing up. I just just wasn't interested in it. That mm-hmm. was just not something I wanted to do yeah. at all. Yeah. And, you know, that's
1: but, you know, those are these are all teaching points that I can share with kids yeah. because, yeah, I wasn't interested in education. Um, I did some subbing while in college and that just
2: confirmed like, oh, no, I not know <laughs> with these kids, man.
1: And um, so, you know, I, I finished college and mm-hmm. you know, I did some other things. Uh I worked for the state of Louisiana because that's where I'm originally from.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I also worked for Foot Locker as an assistant manager. You know, I was all over the place. I did some different things, you know, kind of, you know, you know, I tried some different things. And so it just, you know, it got to the point where I was like, you know what, man, maybe I, you know, maybe the military might be a good option right now. Um, Not that I was just doing terrible, but I just wasn't happy where I was at. I was doing, again, retail with Foot Locker, and I didn't like it that much. And, you know, I was about to get, promoted to probably a store manager in the next couple of months. But it was just something I didn't want to do. So I'm like, you know what, I'm going to join the Army. You know, mm-hmm. They're going to give me an opportunity to maybe work in a field that I you know, enjoy, uh, which was counseling at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I left the state of Louisiana as a counselor was because of the fact that my commute was too long. It was mm. a really long commute. Now you're, you're in California. Probably that's probably nothing for you, Yeah. but I was in Louisiana and I was commuting 70 miles one way. So, you know, that's 140 miles a day. Yeah. And so, um, that's, that's so yeah, I ended up, jo- yeah. So I ended up joining the army and, you know, it really confirmed that, Hey, you know, I prefer occupations where I can help people, mm. uh, because I was a mental health specialist. So then, you know, once I got out, went into teaching um, try to climb the ladder as an educator, you know, looking to get promoted as mm-hmm. an assistant principal. Things didn't quite work out. Uh, had some weird things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I even had one instance where I went for an interview with as an assistant principal for an assistant principal position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a very rigorous process out of all the interviews I've been on. It was extremely, extremely rigorous. Mm-hmm. However, um, I was offered the opportunity and um it, i don't know it's kind of silly i don't want to go too much into it but then 20 minutes later um the the hiring official called back and said well, no we're gonna go in a different direction crazy I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I mean and like i said i could share more details but i, I don't i don't care to it right now right. you know in a public forum right. but um it was just weird it was mm. just extremely weird and so um that kind of that that experience right there, and then a couple of other experiences kind of started nudging me in the direction of speaking mm. uh This was not something I ever envisioned myself doing, mm. but I mean again, there were some things that happened along the way that nudged me in this direction, and you know i've start, I started to make it more of a reality over the past two
0: years or so Wow, so mills, I love this, and I love you sharing that there was these obstacles and you don't even know why they happened. It seemed like, like you were a sure fit. You went through the, the process, the rigmarole, the hoops, you you did what you're supposed to. And then for (laughs) some reason, like life, your, your, your own process, right. Of, of success said, Nope, that's not where you're supposed to go. Mills like keep, keep going going forward. And, And you kept getting these nudges and hints about speaking and, and sharing your message like that, being a professional communicator. I'm curious at that point, were you still thinking before before you even knew okay I want to go after speaking when you were doing footlocker military and also for uh, the the assistant principal position did you feel like success was a event at that point or were were you still were you aware that it was a process like what was it like um for that
1: well you know i always understood you know i always, I always understood that you you know you have to put in work for yeah. things and uh things don't happen overnight but, you know, I'll be honest, you know, most of my life I was just like, man, why do these things happen? <laughs> you know, why aren't things working out the way I intended? You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to do the right thing and, uh, you know, it's just not working out. You know, mm-hmm. when is it going to be my turn? Yeah. And uh, now, you know, I'll be honest, now it's all starting to make sense because I'm able to draw on all those experiences and, you know, connect with people. Mm. But at the time, it was just like, man, you know, uh, it's just like I was telling a good friend of mine, you know, like, you know, I want to, I, I told him, I said, man, you know, the 2010s are wrapping up. And, uh, you know, it's been a very up and down decade for me. But, you know, I want to finish with a bang. You know, that's I right. think I'm I'm on the upswing and, you know, this would be a, a great way to finish this decade that's yeah. been very tough for me.
0: Wow. So I'm, I'm curious to finish strong. What do you see as a core component of your success, you know, really running through the finish line of the decade?
1: Right now is, you know, I think I'm about to, you know, make it a success because I'm doing the speaking full time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for those out there that are listening, um, I, w- I taught for 14 years. I actually resigned my teaching position over the summer.
2: Congrats. Man.
1: Uh, well, thank you. Because I want to uh the my uh, total attention to speaking yep. and so right now it's really going it's going really well, I'm getting lots of leads and uh you know i'm 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 you know getting the schedule filled and and so it's it's going great you know i'm my I'm my own boss mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know yes, I have my own schedule and everything, but you mm-hmm. know I'm able to adjust it as needed and so uh it it feels feels really good and to me that would be the icing on the cake. You know, it just really, uh, makes everything make sense.
0: So, yeah. yeah. So, so great. So great. I love it. So let's start diving into this, this conversation about success being a process. What, what do we need to know? What are the foundational principles and things that we really get to start to integrate and pay attention to in our own lives to create that true success?
1: Well, just like I tell audiences, everything starts with you. Uh, I'm big on self-empowerment and I'll be the first to acknowledge, Hey, I'm not perfect. That's a disclaimer right there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The cat's out the bag. I'm not perfect. I haven't always made every, you know, all the right decisions. Uh, however, it's ultimately on you. Mm -hmm. And like I mentioned to many of my audiences, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm aware that there's discrimination out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's sexism, there's racism, uh, there's bias based on, uh, you know, relationship choices and that sort of thing um, or inclinations or whatever else. And um, but at the end of the day, you know, despite those, because I have to practice it myself, I've been discriminated against, even in the speaking business, Mm. uh, I was discriminated against. At the end of the day, though, you know, it it hurts and uh, but you have to keep going. You know, you have to you still have to work, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to keep it moving and and realize that, you know, things do happen, Mm -hmm. but you have to keep going. So I'm really big on, again, self-empowerment. You 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 have a lot of power within you. Don't feel like you don't because you do. And the great thing is you have a lot of examples around you. Mm -hmm. That you can see of people that have overcome challenging circumstances to make it, and so I think that's so powerful. So that's one of the principles right there: self empowerment. You, Mm. you know, that person in the
0: mirror. Yeah.
2: Can you you can can tell us about about a time
0: in the past where maybe? you weren't as self-empowered? And how would how would things be different now that you've been really embodying that, that self-empowerment? Is there anything that stands out to you along your journey that's like, man, if only I would have had the confidence, if only I would have owned my worth and my value and what I have to contribute, then things would have been different? Do you have anything like that stand out for you, Mills? Just my entire life. <laughs> I mean, there's so many
1: circumstances. I mean, I, I think about it even with uh, being in college and dating yeah. and uh, jobs, you know, initially. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I can really think back to even like I said, yeah, I talk about dating, but even uh, my studies in college, mm. if I was more confident, um, and this is part of my story, too, that I like to share is... You know, I bounced around a lot in college. Yes, I completed college, but I did not fulfill my potential because I was always looking when things got challenging, going in a different direction. You know, if Mm. my major was too hard, go to the dean or whoever, advisor and change my major. Mm. And so, you know, I didn't have that confidence uh, that I needed to have. And, uh, you know, it, it prevented me from accomplishing a lot of things. Early on in my life, I think I could have been I could have done some greater things uh, in my life uh, if I had more confidence in myself, if I understood the power I had to, to do
0: better. Yeah. So Mills, what, what are some practical uh, exercises or ways that our audience, someone listening right now, could really develop that confidence and develop that that knowingness that they are powerful?
1: I think the you know I'm really big on action. I mean it's really just it, it's it's complicated but it's simple. You have to take action. You have to do things. And so you you have uh, another thing I like to talk about is our resources because a lot of times when people talk about improvement uh they'll say well I want to do this but I don't have enough money. I don't have this, I don't have that. And again those are legitimate. I mean they're very legitimate. I mean if you don't have money Uh, It's very difficult to do a lot of things. Uh, Money definitely helps a Mm. lot, you know, if you have it. Um, However, you know, nowadays we have access to tons of knowledge, Mm. you know, right at our fingertips, the Internet, on our phones, you know, on our laptops. And so knowledge is power. And so you can learn different ways of accomplishing your goals. You can get information uh, just through the internet and figure out what to do. And um, everybody has access to it. I mean, if you go to a library, let's say you didn't even have a
2: computer at home, you go to a library, you have access. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. All good. All good. Yeah. Um, you have access to the internet, so yeah. um,
1: so that's something right there. You have to take action though, and mm. so action helps to build confidence. Uh, even if you're not confident in the beginning, um, and I have a story I could tell. Yeah, about please. That,
2: that me with that, okay.
1: Well, I, like I mentioned to you, I was in the army once upon a time, and so uh, anyone that's been in the service can tell you that you know when you first get there initially, you're like, man, what the hell did I get myself into?
2: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: I mean, you have drill sergeants yelling at you constantly. Um, you see people crying and all kind of other stuff. Cause <laughs> it's just, uh, it, it's just a chaotic environment yeah it's it's crazy Mm. and so um you know i I felt those same emotions um but you know the thing about the military is they teach you everything you need to know Mm -hmm. and so um a couple of weeks in you know we learn about marksmanship you know they teach you how to shoot an m16 rifle Mm -hmm. and your boy right here man i I mean i was terrible i was a horrible (laughs) shot uh i couldn't hit those targets it's like you'd swear that they were just moving all over the place or something you know i I mean (laughs) I I just couldn't hit them and it just wasn't making sense to me. And uh, I was really struggling, man. And, you know, you know, it's a lot of tough talk that goes on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know the drill, starting like you better. You know you got to do better, or else you' sending you home. Blah blah
0: blah. It's it's not like Mills. Come on, let's let's hit the target. You got this, exactly. Mills. I believe in exactly. you. No, it's not like that.
1: <laughs> now, see that would have worked for me though. I was one of those people. You know that that would work fine for me. That that would actually get me to be more confident. To be yep, honest with yep, you. Yep. Um. But, you know, unfortunately, no, they don't take that approach. And so I was really struggling and I'll be honest. And like I said, I, this is usually part of my, my presentation. So those of you that are listening, you know, you're getting one, you're getting like my presentation for free. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I'll be honest, man. I, I, if I could have quit, I would have quit. And that was one thing about me up until that time. Like I was mentioning earlier, like yeah. in college, you know, if uh, I struggle with something, uh, I would change my major. Yeah, And so I'd, or if I had trouble on a job, I'd just find another job, you know, instead of just pushing through. Uh, being in the military and basic training, I couldn't quit. Mm. You know, it wasn't very practical at all to quit because I couldn't just jump in my car and drive back home. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a car. You know, my car was far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I definitely wasn't going to walk off post, you know, in the middle of uh, Fort Leonard Wood, in the, in the middle of Missouri, Fort Leonardwood, Missouri. Fort Lost in the Woods, as it's known. And so I really had to, to, you know, buckle down. And so I remember there was one Saturday, and of course, in basic training, you're always training no matter what day it is. But it was a Saturday and it was snowing outside because I went to basic training in the middle of the winter.
2: Hmm.
1: And, you know, the drill sergeants called a few of us that were struggling with marksmanship. They're like, hey, y'all gonna get some extra training, you know, on the range and i'm saying to myself of course i I wouldn't say that to them but i'm like Man, it's snowing outside why, why are we gonna go out there in this ty- these type of conditions and we can't we can't shoot already you know <laughs> how's that how's that gonna help but of course again i'm not gonna tell them that because i would have really got chewed out and they would have paid you a thousand push-ups or whatever. um but i'm like okay and, you know i got my gear and everything and we went out there and uh it was snowing and everything and but at that time, it started to make more sense. I mean, I started hitting the targets. And, um, you know, we went out there a few more times after that as a whole unit. And, you know, I continued to improve. It's like, man, this, I'm starting to get this. And uh, when it came time to qualify, meaning test, uh, I did really well. I ended up being one of the best shots in, wow. um, in my unit. And so it really taught me a lesson. That was a real pivotal moment. I think in my life, especially when I look back on it now, because like I said, prior to that, I I could say that I was a quitter. You know, you're looking at somebody that was a quitter. Uh, But that that showed me right there that, hey, you know what, if you continue on, if you push through, um, you can do some things. You know, even when things when things are most when they're the darkest, that's when, you know, a lot of times a change is coming. But you have to continue, you know, to take action. Uh, take those actions that are that will help you to improve, mm-hmm. even if you're not feeling it. You still have to continue
2: to do that.
0: So, and I, what, so what I'm hearing is you had a really great environment to condition you to follow through, to execute, to not quit. (laughs) And a challenge today I feel for a lot of people is we're in environments, social media, relationships, jobs, careers, whatever, where it's easy, it's so easy to walk away. It's so easy to just disconnect To hide, Mm -hmm. to hide behind like all this external stuff and just play it safe, man. How would you Mm -hmm. recommend someone who's like, who knows themselves kind of as that quitter, as that person who, when the going gets tough, they, 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 they run. How would you advise them uh, to really face into that, into that fear, into those difficult things? Is there anything like a, a structure or how they can put themselves in a similar environment like the military without, Necessarily going to the military? What would you recommend, man? Well, I mean, it's always good to have support systems.
1: I mean, there's always groups um, that you know, whatever your interests are, you know, to help guide you in a certain direction. Um, and that's the thing, you know, like, yes, yeah, social media can be, um, it, it can have some negative qualities to it, but it's the same thing, you know. And I hear that, I hear people say that. Like, uh, social media is bad, but I mean, you could say the same thing about TV.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, there's good things on TV and there's bad things on TV. And so, you know, you can gravitate toward the positive things on social media. There's Mm. groups. I mean, I can't tell you how many things I've learned just being part of groups, Mm. you know, just the support I've gotten. I mean, I've made friendships Mm. just by being in groups and connecting with maybe fellow speakers um, in fact, I was communicating this with this one speaker yesterday and, uh, you know, we've really kind of developed a friendship. We've never, ever talked in person on the yeah. phone, yeah. but we've developed a friendship just through social media and connecting with each other and oh. just supporting each other. And so I think that's one strategy right there. Um, hmm. Of course, you want to, you know, I remember when I was a counselor and I actually did some substance abuse counseling. We always talked about changing your people, places and things. Yep. And so I think that's another thing, you know, if you're in now, I know it's difficult. You know, I'm not going to say that there's just a magical solution because some people make things sound so easy, Mm. but it's it's, sometimes it is difficult to change those things. But I think you can change certain aspects of, Um, you know, for example, yes, you might live with a family that's not positive, but, you know, you can. I think you have to start conditioning your mind to say, mm-hmm. you know what, I am not going to let that bother me, that aspect of my family bother me. And again, I'm I'm one, I understand people come from some very challenging circumstances. Yeah. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, I think you have to commit to a level of focus mm-hmm. to where you're able to tune out some things. And uh, I have this, I have this concept. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump into it. I hope I'm not Dive you know, in, man. Rambling. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, it's called 3D success, Yeah, something I came up with. 3D success, okay? And uh, so there's three Ds, okay? So first one is discipline, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's if I ask somebody whether the 3Ds mean, I'm sure most people would say, one of them would say it's discipline. Yep. And so, you know, you have to have some discipline about you. Uh, if you're going to be successful, it can only happen through discipline. That's right. Okay, if you don't have discipline, then... No, It doesn't matter how much you want. Mm. It's more than likely not going to happen. You're going to have to be disciplined, and discipline means consistency. Mm. I like to use sports analogies. Um, New England Patriots, for example, okay, they're obviously the, you know, very winning franchise, Mm -hmm. okay? They're great because they win consistently. They have some disciplined systems in place Mm. within their organization that they do. And that that helps them to win consistently. Now, do they win every freaking game? No, hardly any team wins every game. Yes, you will have some, you know, you'll have your disappointments. Mm. However, if you have that discipline, your results will be consistent. Yeah. And so, to me, that's a big thing. You have to have discipline in order to um, to change yourself.
0: So just to recap, Mills, the the discipline is really consistency with the things that create success, whatever those habits are, whatever the mm -hmm. things that really make the difference. Mm -hmm. For the Patriots, their discipline might be a certain intensity in their practice, a certain Mm -hmm. intentionality, a certain level of heart and commitment that they bring to their practice, as well as a mindset, a, a discipline of having good mindset, having good thoughts that they bring to their games. So it's like their discipline With those fundamentals,
1: exactly, exactly.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. The other D, the second D, is desire. Well, I'm sorry, decisions. Mm. Decisions. Yep. Uh, I also like to use discernment, but a lot of people don't know what discernment means. So, Mm -hmm. uh, decisions. You know, you got to make the right choices. Okay. Um, you want to have the right plans in place. So yeah, you might have a, you know, you know, you want to do the right things, but you have to have the right thing to do, (laughs) you know, you can't just do anything. You got to make good choices. You got to be around the right people. Um, You got to keep yourself out of trouble. Um, And again, those things are challenging. I'm not going to say that they're not. And I'm very empathetic to those challenges. Uh, The last thing is, is desire or desperation. You know, Mm. you've got to want it bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You know, that, that really helps you to stay consistent. A lot of times, you know, if you want to lose weight, you know, if you're looking to be fit, you have to be consistent in whatever you're doing. Mm. You know, you can't do it once a month. You know, I I ask kids that all the time when I have uh, presentations like, hey, uh, if I just worked out, you know, once a month, would I be very fit? No. (laughs) How often? Well, how often should I work out? Uh, Probably three, four times a week. Exactly. You don't have to work out every day, but you have to have a consistency. About what you're doing. And so we have to apply those principles to whatever we're doing. And so I think those tools right there, getting back to what you mentioned initially, can help pull you in the direction you need to go to help you overcome those challenging circumstances.
0: Yeah, this is great, Mills. I love it. I love discipline, decisions, and desire. And what I'm, what I see, like how people can actually start to impl- apply this today, is every day check in with those three things. Am I, am I disciplined with my actions? Maybe it's at the beginning of the day, maybe the end reflection, something like that. But you know, was I disciplined with my actions today? Did I make good decisions? Did I choose the right things? Was I, was I disciplined with my values, with what's important to me, with what I said I'm committed to? And then the desire, like, am I really connected to why I'm doing this thing? Like what I want, the thing, the goal, the dream, the, the, you know, success that I desire. Like, am I really connected with that? And am, am, is my fuel, is my fire being fueled? And so people can check in with that. Is that something you'd recommend? Yes, definitely.
1: That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's it right there.
0: Yeah, that's that's great, man. And I think there's going to be temptations, like you were saying. There's going to be temptations and things that uh, we can do that's easy. The easy way, the, the thing that we've been conditioned to up until this point is the reason why we have what we have. It's a habit. We, we've been conditioned to something, whether it's watching TV, whether it's eating an extra brownie uh, at nighttime, whatever it is that, that or maybe taking a little too much time to relax or, or just be lazy. That's been a conditioning process. So to get to success, we have to recondition ourselves to whatever mm-hmm. that is, whatever the habits are and the disciplines are to be able to get there.
1: And and, and this is something I've experienced even recently, um, believe it or not. You know, like I mentioned to you, um, you know, I went full time, you know, July 22nd, I resigned from education. Yeah. And, uh, you know, of course, you know, when you're an entrepreneur and, you know, speaker, Mm -hmm. you know i'm not in a big corporation or anything like that so i have to do all the work myself Mm -hmm. and so i admittedly i feel like i stumbled out the gate first couple of weeks Mm -hmm. because i was like man i'm not getting any uh you know great leads or anything like that and uh you know i was i was just um you know i I was starting to get very worried about some things like Mm -hmm. oh my god you know my family and everything and you know they're counting on me and but at the end of the day, I still had to, you know, I had to say to myself, okay, Mills, you know what, keep, just stay consistent, um, you know, look at yourself, reflect upon what you're doing, maybe correct some things in the process, and uh, I had to do that. Even though I wasn't feeling it at the time, I was yep. like, oh my God, man. I was starting to even look ahead, you know, too far ahead, like, mm. oh my God, what if I don't get any engagements over the next few months? Mm. You know, what am I gonna do? You know, I'm gonna have to do this and that. Uh, but no, I had to really just kind of reel myself in. Mm. You know, and I think that's one key right there. You have to have that self-reflection mm. a lot of times. And so I had to do that and like, you know what, Mills, stay consistent, you know, get even more structured with what you're what you're doing. You're an entrepreneur now. And so you have to be very structured, just like you had a job before where you had structure. Well, now you're your own boss. So you have to have that structure as to how, you know, you're going to go about getting business and, you know, stay true to it every day. And so I did that, you know, and uh, I'll tell you the last four weeks I've been, you know, it's really been working, you know, really well. And so, you know, and I like to share those things because, again, a lot of times speakers get up here and they act like, "Well, you know." I mean, I know they 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 address challenges they had, but I think it's just important to let people know that, hey, you know what? I feel I have some of the same emotions you have. You know, I have some of the same concerns you have. I have the same challenges, yeah. and you know, I, I want to let you know that you're not alone. And you know, uh, just like you have to battle, I have to battle.
0: Yeah, I appreciate you really. Sharing what's been going on and and that and the other side of things that maybe people don't see all the time and they don't hear. Uh, People who are getting up, doing live videos, doing interviews, public speaking, getting paid like this, this is great stuff. And what is the other side of the coin? What's the journey like? What's going on behind the scenes? So I I really appreciate you sharing that along with, you know, all the victories that you've been having recently, especially that, that momentum as you reflected, as you got those structures in place to really, you know, be disciplined and uh, execute on that, make powerful decisions, have the desire stoked and cultivated. the, the small wins, the small daily wins every day is what builds mm-hmm. so that you can create bigger wins. So I'm curious, Mills, what were some of those, uh, structures or things that you did that really make it made a difference for you when you kept doing them? Well, in the past few weeks, again, it's just,
1: again, just looking at it like, okay, uh, I have a job, you know, my job now is to be a full-time speaker. Yeah. And so, yeah. um, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, that maybe some people wouldn't consider as part of the job that I do. Hmm. And uh and so I, I put that in my schedule, you know, throughout the day yep. <laughs> that I have to do. And so, again, it's more about being consistent because, I mean, it's evidence all over the place that people that are consistent win. Yeah. you know, they, they they they're on top, you know, whether it's in sports, whether it's in, um, you know, business environment, whether it's with family. Mm-hmm. you know they're winners mm-hmm. and so you have to have that um i like what you mentioned about the small wins um kind of takes me back about 2 years ago or so about almost 3 years um you know i have a lot of um in my family there's been you know unfortunately a lot of people that have passed away because of health issues and that sort of thing and so you know i've always tried to you know maintain a certain level of fitness um, but it really kind of you know after looking you know seeing all those things happening, it really just made me want to commit even more to it yes. and so uh but yeah, january twenty seventeen that's kind of like a new year 's resolution thing, like I say, even though I already do I was already doing uh things to stay fit, but I made a commitment to do more cardio, mm. so I started walking and doing things of that nature and started jogging a little bit more and now i know you're probably saying well hey he was in the army and stuff so you know running that's no big deal but i was always one that hated run <laughs> i hated it and i was like once i got out the army i'm like Ooh, get to wipe my hands up. i don't have to worry about it mm-hmm. but um i started running as just part of the whole cardio thing yeah. and uh i think this is a it's an important point because Especially with kids, because um, a lot of times, just like I said, I didn't want to be a teacher Mm -hmm. and I ended up becoming a teacher and did it for 14 years. And it was probably my most enjoyable job. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I got into running something I didn't like. And I tell kids that all the time. And I used to put this on my board in class that, Mm -hmm. you know, at 18, I never thought I would have did this, 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 this. you know, it's like, you know, 10 different things. Uh, I didn't think I would have worked at footlock. I didn't think I was going to be in the military. I didn't think I was going to be a teacher. I didn't think I was going to work on a psychiatric board, uh, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. You know, I said, that's the thing at 18. You don't know what is, what you're in store, you know, what's in store for you. You really don't. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it's important, you know, to take your education seriously. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so getting back to the running though, um, that was something that I wouldn't, didn't really enjoy, but I ended up doing it. And so. you know i did you know my wife had mentioned that hey you know maybe um she she had talked about she was maybe interested in doing uh you know 5k or 10k or something like that and so i thought about it i'm like well hey maybe i can do that <laughs> you know uh just something to give me give myself a target to reach yep. for yep. and so and give me a little bit more purpose as far as to run mm. and so i did that i registered for my first 5k and i actually came out third uh, for my age group. And so I was wow. like, what? You know, it's kind of like, wait, I did that. And so that really just like it was a small victory. Yeah. But, you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because a lot of times we have to create small victories for ourselves mm. to give ourselves some momentum in other areas, Yeah. you know, because, um, yeah, you know, I'm big on the law of attraction and all that other good stuff. And I think, you know, once you start getting those victories, it, you know, it changes your energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you start attracting other successes. And so, you know, it gave me energy, you know, for speaking.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, mm-hmm. I mean, doing, you know, registering for different races and placing in my age group and stuff, that gave me energy, you know, for the speaking um, the speaking industry. And it's, I think it's really impacted me in that that area. So I think mm-hmm. it's just important to create, small victories for yourself, however you can.
0: Yeah, it's like every, every area of life impacts the other, right? When you have discipline, when you achieve those things, when you build confidence in one area, it starts to leak, so to speak, or spread into those other areas in a positive way. So if we can just start with the, the basics, I know a big thing of the military is to make your bed, Every day, right? Like that's—it's <laughs> mm-hmm. that's so simple, it's so basic, but it's something a lot of people don't do. And so they start their day without discipline. They start their day uh, without without cleanliness, without uh, you <laughs> know precision. Having a clean <laughs> bed is is precision. It's like focus. It's intention. It's giving love to something, serving our environment, cleaning that up. So I think it's it's really when we focus on those small things. We get to zoom back out reflect and say hey what are the small wins that i can start creating for myself and celebrating and sharing with other people that it's important for me too because i'm sure with all these races you were you were sharing that with people how this is a new oh, chapter yeah. for you and you're proud of yourself and you got third and like that's something to yeah to be confident about yeah and i even got first and <laughs> so yeah
1: you know and I, yeah i put it on you know social media yep. and it was cool and you know it's actually it's funny you know life uh a lot of times offers you uh, an opportunity to redeem yourself. And so like I mentioned to you, you know, I felt like I was a quitter in some areas I mm. tried out for sports a couple of times and didn't do well. And, you know, didn't push myself. And this gave me an opportunity to kind of redeem myself in that area. Yes. Mm. I'm much older now. Um, but it gave me an opportunity for success in the field of athleticism. You wow. know, So,
0: mm. so yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Mills. I love it. And, um, I want to dive into the your family man because I know you have a, a, a child with special needs. Can you tell us like what that's been like for you? How that's shaped your your view on the world?
2: Yeah,
1: you know, I actually have two daughters. My oldest one, she has special needs and then my youngest one. And so yeah, um you know, when you have a child with special needs, it it, it definitely, you know, it puts a different spin on things. Um, you know, When you have a, you know, when you have a child, you're ultimately looking at them saying, well, you know, I'm going to have this kid and, you know, I'm going to raise them and, you know, get them prepared for the for the world. And Mm -hmm. so when you have a child with special needs, especially with a severe disability like my oldest, um, that kind of gets thrown out the window, you know, because, you know, that preparation, you know, a lot of times you're looking at the fact that, you know, your kids are going to outlive you. And so, as a parent with a child with special needs, that's a big concern right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, man, you know, if, if things go like they normally do, you know, and, and, you know, my daughter, my oldest daughter outlives me, you know, what's going to happen with her? And so, you know, that, that's, that's always on your mind. It's a lot of weight and, you know, it's a, it's a lot of weight on your mind. And you're always trying to think of how, you know, what can you do to address those, those types of issues? Mm-hmm. Um, and just even, things not as heavy as that, um, you know, it, it, it just causes a lot of challenges, you know, I mean, um, as far as, you know, even just going, taking a trip somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, going to a get together or things of that nature. Um, even, even going to the gym or something, you know, like, you know, if my daughter was, um, uh, if my oldest daughter was, Uh, I guess, a normally functioning child, then I could say, well, you know what, I can leave her while I go work out in the gym. Um, But something simple like that, you know, it kind of throws a wrench in that. And so it's a lot of different things. Of course, you love your kid at the end of the day. Um, You love them, you appreciate them, and you want to do what's best for them. But I think it's just important that the general public understands those challenges, because there's so many times that I had people say, well, oh, you know, just leave your daughter with so-and-so she'll be fine. And it's like, no, it's not that easy, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think people nowadays are, are more understanding of that. Um, But, you know, initially, like when, you know, when I, my daughter was younger, it wasn't that way. I mean, it's, it's like, people tend to just, uh, you know, almost what's the word I'm looking for, just minimize Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the, those challenges like it's or trivialize it. And it's like,
2: Hey, you don't get it, <laughs> you
0: know, it's 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 a big concern. Yeah.
2: yeah it's I, a big concern.
0: I appreciate yeah. you sharing that, man. And I, I also agree that the things that were once simple or are simple with, with a let's say a normally functioning functioning child, um, it's different. It's different. You, you get to be more resourceful. There's different um circumstances, there's different things that have to be in place for there to be success, right? Like how do you how do you mm-hmm. How do you cultivate, how do you identify success with um, someone who has certain needs and then another person who has different needs? It's just, it's different needs, different supervision, different um, resources to be able to facilitate uh, the the greatest growth, the success of of that person. So I'm curious, how has has having a special needs daughter, and of course you have a, a healthy daughter, normally functioning daughter as well, how has your family shaped your view on success? Well, um I no it's i it, you know I know we
1: always say that things happen for a reason and um I I'm, I'm not I'm not really a, a big fan of that but <laughs> to be honest with you because yeah. I mean everything does have a reason it doesn't necessarily mean it's a good reason. Right. Uh that's just my my personal view. Um but I think you can always use those things. Mm. To help others, you know, whatever you have that's maybe negative that happens to you, you can, of course, use to help others. And so um, for me, you know, the fact that I do have a daughter with special needs, I've been able to go out in the community and share uh, some some information, some insights and that sort of thing uh, and and be a sounding board for, you know, parents that have children with special needs because it can be very lonely. and. Um, A lot of times, you know, people, like I mentioned, they just don't understand. You know, they don't quite understand. Not that, and I'm not one that says that you you have to be in someone's, the exact same position as someone to understand. Uh, But a lot of times people don't, um, they they make a choice not to. Mm. And so, um, you know, again, as far as my family, um, it's made me, as a dad, much more appreciative um, I guess even of my youngest, <laughs> you know because it it makes me it makes me um number one I had my 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 oldest daughter when I was much younger, and so there, there's a big gap between the two they have a, eleven years and wow. so when my youngest came along, you know my i guess of course the concern was oh I, I just hope you know hope she's normally developing, and you know we've been blessed with that. But I've also, it made me treasure those moments of mm. when she was young. You know, I really, I mean, when she was a baby, I would just stare at her in her crib while she slept. Mm. Because I was thinking like, man, you know, my oldest, I, mean, I can barely remember what she looked like as a baby. Yeah. And so I was thinking to myself, man, I, I really want to remember what my youngest looks like when she's a baby. And so I would just stare at her really hard. I just wanted, to, wanted it just to be imprinted in my brain. Um and so yeah it makes you treasure you know for me and that's not more so the special needs it's just the fact that because of the gap between the two yeah uh, and I realized how fast they you know children grow yeah. <laughs> it just yeah it just it just made me really appreciate uh you know certain moments with my my youngest a little bit more yeah
0: Man, this is, this is precious, and I appreciate you Sharon Mills, and I know my audience, uh, they're loving this conversation, just hearing your perspective of how you've been able to take what life has delivered to you and say, how do I make the most out of it? How do I create success with this? How do I enjoy the process of this, this becoming? And I really hear that in those moments when you're with your youngest. You're like, hey, I've seen how fast children grow up like I'm going to choose to make this moment so precious, so meaningful, so important to me, so deeply ingrained and emblazoned on your on your soul, on your mind, on your heart, you know, and and just really like be with that. And I think that's that's really special for you living your life, for you at the end of your life, let's say, um, looking back and saying, "Man, I really used my time. I really invested my time in the things that were most important to me, like loving my children, loving my family." Uh, and I do want to dive into that legacy portion because I think that's a part of success. Um, what for you, Mills, is is the legacy that you're out to create? What What do you want to impact in the world? How do you want to do that with uh, success as a process?
2: Well. Um,
1: you know, it's been a journey to get here. You know, I'll be honest, uh, most of my life, I was just kind of wondering, like, man, what am I supposed to really be doing? Yeah. You know, of course, I had a job. And, uh, you know, as a teacher, I've been in the military. But, you know, I, I, I was always, I mean, I even had people question me or ask me, uh, like, hey, what is it that you really like to do? Yeah, You know, what is it? What is it that you're about? And, you know, it's one of those things that I can never really put my finger on. I always felt mm-hmm. like I was a jack of all trades. Yeah. Master of none. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over the past few years being nudged in this direction, you know, I, I feel like I have that clarity now. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what I was supposed to be doing. And, you know, I, it's helping me to build that legacy for my my kids, you know, for my family, for my wife, you know, for my mom and, you know, for my relatives and everything, um, you know, for my dad, um, you know, it's just helping that, um, you know, because I think that's what you ultimately want to do. You know, you want to be someone that your family is proud of, that they can look up to. And so, um, you know, being a speaker and now being an entrepreneur, and going out there and, Mm -hmm. you know, creating hopefully my own wealth and building my own business. You know, that's something that, you know, I hope, you know family members, friends, uh students that I've taught, you know, can hopefully they they learn something from and it impacts them,
2: mm.
1: you know, that you know, hey, it, it, no matter who you are, no matter what your race is, your gender, ethnicity, um, you know, whether you're LGBT, um, you can do what you want to do. You just have to put your mind to it and go out there and, and make it happen. And so for me you know, that that's an important thing, you know, as far as my legacy and, and that sort of thing. It's just that, you know, I want to be known as someone that, you know, man, Mr. Raj. Mr. Rogers was, you know, he was a great guy. He was a cool teacher. He's a great father. You know, he showed his daughters a lot of different things. And, you know, he was a great example for them. He was involved. And, um, you know, he, he came from, you know, he had to do everything on his own, but he did some great things to, to really support his family and to, you know, lead a a life of impact. Yeah,
0: Yeah. this is, this is great. And I love that where you're at in life is perfect. And I feel like you're, you're hitting, hitting your stride, you know, like recognizing over the last, let's say 20 years or so of, of educating of military of these different jobs and different opportunities really finding out who you are mills like this perfect <laughs> perfect time to say okay i've done the jack of all trade th- trades things i've i've really wandered in a in a great way in in terms of finding my soul i've like wandered through life and wondered in, in in wonder discovering what is life all about and now you get to say okay it's time to take all my experience Really catalog it and deliver it in the most effective way to leave a legacy, to make an impact on others. And you're doing that through speaking and building your business. And really, I think it's also to be an example for the people around you, your loved ones, your youngest daughter, like to be that example of saying, hey, it's never too late in life to reinvent yourself. It's never too late Hmm. to say, this is my dream. I'm going for it. And I think that's inspiring for everyone around you too, man.
1: And and that's yeah you hit the, you hit the nail right on the head as far as reinventing because I feel like I've I've done that you know over the past few years is you know I had to really reflect on some things and think about the direction I was going in and and say to myself you know hey I'm not too old to do certain things um, mm-hmm. you know I've never been one to count myself out I always felt like um, success was going to come to me somehow I just didn't know how yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. and and. and you know, I, I didn't know what to do to attain it. You mm-hmm. know, like I said, I saw it promotions, but even then I was like, man, I wasn't really too high on that because I'm like, man, you know, I might have to work longer hours mm-hmm. and yeah, I'll get paid a little bit more. But for me, it just wasn't the ideal, right. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, and, and why can't you live the ideal life? Yeah. You know, that's my thing. Why not? That's yeah. why I tell people. Why not you? Yes. You know, it's, it's not just reserved for certain people you know, all of us can do it and you don't have to sell yourself out. You know, you don't have Mm -hmm. to sell your soul or anything like that because there's people out there that have done it that haven't sold their soul. So Mm -hmm. the example, the examples are already in place. Yeah. And uh, yeah, not, not everyone is going to like you. Mm -hmm. I mean, but that's, that's human nature, unfortunately. Um, But you can still be a success. And so, yeah, I've had to really, you know, I've done that and it wasn't like it was all a, You know, it wasn't like I sat back four or five years ago and said, okay, well, you know, this is the script I'm going to follow. But I was just led in that direction just by things that happened and just through personal growth and, you know, just learning things about myself.
0: Yeah, this is this is beautiful Mills. And what I'm hearing is the Les Brown says, it's possible, right? Like that, that famous phrase of it's possible. Mm-hmm. If you just keep repeating mm-hmm. that over and over to yourself, it's possible to have a great family life, time and money, freedom, impacting people and really owning your gifts and sharing that might not be where you're at today. That's totally cool. Everyone's on their own journey. You're at the perfect place. Now that you have this desire, how do you cultivate that more? How do you have the discernment and the decisions that reinforce your discipline so that you can get to that dream destination all the while enjoying the journey? And I think that's super important, Mills. I love this conversation. I want to talk a little bit more about how um, how you work with uh, like schools and organizations to speak. Can you tell us a little bit more about how people can get in contact with you for that and what that's like for them?
1: Sure. Um... I have a website. It's very easy to remember. Just like I have my book, success is a process, not an event. Well, my website is success is a process.net. Success is a process.net. Very easy to remember. Mm -hmm. And so if you're wanting me to read, you know, speak to your organization or if you're interested in my book, you can contact me through my website. Uh, My website is very thorough, uh, has a contact me form. It has my phone number. It has my email address, Uh, has a lot of, Uh, Information on there in the form of testimonials from previous clients. Uh, I got fifteen video testimonials. Mm, People that I I just simply asked, like, "Hey, do you mind just, you know, giving me a quick testimonial of what you thought?" And uh, you know, they willingly did it. I didn't, you know, force them to do it or anything like that. I'm gonna beat you up or anything (laughs) like that. Um, You know, they just they just volunteered to do it. And so, uh, I also have you know some video from. Uh, a few engagements, pictures and that sort of thing. So, you know, again, if you are interested, uh, just reach out to me. Success is a Net. Mm. I also have a book. I actually have two books. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yes. So I have one that this one, this version right here is basically targeted to Well, I won't, I won't say it's to students because it can apply to anyone, okay. but I like to offer this to schools. Mm. Um, and that's another thing I would like to tell students. I say I always tell them I say I'm not a, I'm not somebody that likes to write a whole lot, mm. but you know I've written a couple of books mm-hmm. <laughs> because I, I did it to support my goal of being a speaker, and yeah. I wanted to get my thoughts on paper. So right. again, you just never know where you're going to end up at, and that's why it's always good to have skills because you may draw upon them one day. Mm. So yes, I do have this book right here. Okay. Uh, I also, if you're an educator, I have this book right here. Yes, it's the same title, but it's, t- it's geared toward educators, okay? Inspiring a mindset to flourish as an educator. So I kind of change some things and make it more classroom-related and, yeah. you know, social-emotional learning-related. And so, yeah, this is for educators to be in the right frame of mind because, hey, being a teacher is challenging. Yep. And so uh, those are some of the materials I offer. Uh, again, I would love to come speak. I really enjoy that. And so if you are interested, just fill out the contact form or email me. And, you know, that way um, we can start a conversation as to, to speak. It. Uh, I also do a lot of outreach myself on my own by calling places and, uh, you know, emailing just to see if there is a need for a speaker.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mills, yeah. I love it. I, I hear the determination, the discipline, the desire, the de- decisions that you've made to be able to fulfill on your vision. And I also hear that anyone who brings you in to speak uh, is definitely going to be blessed to have you there and, and have a great experience and uh, really big big impact with their audience, man. So I, I just appreciate who you are and how you deliver that. And one thing
1: I do want to mention, um, as far as my approach to speaking, yep. um, I had a principal uh, when I first started teaching. She used to always say, a person's attention span is equal to their age. No. And so I really try to integrate that when I design a presentation. Uh, yeah. I like to make my presentations interactive. Okay. Um, I don't believe in just having an audience sit there and listen to me talk for 60 minutes uh, because I know people will check out. I mean, yeah. I've been as an educator, you know, as a teacher, I've been to tons of presentations. <laughs> and so I know how it is. And you're preaching to the choir yep. as far as, you know, saying, oh, you know, it can be boring. And so um, I like to make it interactive. You know, I like to go into the audience, ask questions. Uh, I'll use technology, like maybe do Twitter polls Mm. um, or even do online quizzes, using programs like Quizzes. That way people can play game, you know, play through their phones and then I'll give out prizes at the end to see if they're really, you know, how engaged they were, you know, and just to make it make it fun. Uh, Also like to do some kinesthetic type activities. And so that's my my brand Mm. of presentation. So I, I realized, you know, you got to play your game. And so I'm playing, I'm playing the game how I I like to play it. And I think it's worked really well. People tend to really appreciate it. Kids, you know, seem to like it a lot. And, you know, the feedback I've gotten has, has really been good.
0: Yeah, great job Mills you're, you're a powerhouse man anyone who works with you is absolutely uh, you know just going to receive above and beyond so I appreciate you being here and everyone who's listening or watching go to www.successisaprocess.net and connect with Mills there contact him uh, and Mills I, I really appreciated this this journey together through this interview man and I'm excited to support you even more getting your message out and making a bigger impact in the world so thanks so much for being here brother All right, thank you for having me. Absolutely. We'll see you soon, okay? All right, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality and make every day your best day ever.